This is the latest from your newsfeed. It's Friday the 15th of September. Prominent Aboriginal activist and no-campaigner Warren Mundine has warned that the agenda behind the Uluru Statement is a metaphorical declaration of war on modern Australia. In the first of a series of essays appearing exclusively in the Daily Telegraph over the next four Fridays, Mr Mundine and co-author Vicky Greaves-Williams have broken down the long form of the Uluru Statement, which government figures and yes campaigners claim is misinformation. Mr Mundine and Dr Greaves-Williams, an Aboriginal historian, say the Uluru Statement's agenda is one that is steeped in grievance and believes Indigenous Australians are trapped in victimhood and oppression, not able to make their own decisions. Public sector unions are set for a salary windfall worth billions of dollars as the reward for helping get Labor into power as New South Wales Treasurer Daniel Mookie prepares to hand down a budget he says will fix the fundamentals of an economy bloated by excessive debt. Tuesday's budget will unveil widespread cost-cutting in order to rebuild essential services by paying workers more and deliver cost-of-living relief like a weekly cap on tolls. In making savings measures, Mr Mookie said his first priority was to cut things that don't hurt people. The Commonwealth should step in to help cover Victoria's pandemic debt that is harming the state's reputation and holding back the national economy, a leading business figure says. Paul Guerra, the chief executive of the Victorian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, said the state went through a World War-type event during the COVID-19 crisis and leaders should consider radical ways to re-energise what was once the powerhouse economy of the nation. In an interview with the Herald Sun, Mr Guerra said if Victoria was loaned $50 billion at a low fixed interest rate, state taxes on business could be relaxed to make headroom for innovative solutions. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Queenslanders won't be slugged extra fees to see a GP after the state government and doctors reached a compromise on a heated payroll tax stoush. And the peak body for GPs across Australia is now warning other states to follow suit or risk losing doctors to Queensland after a survey found a third of GPs were willing to move where payroll tax settings were more favourable. The state government and GPs have been locked in a battle over the application of payroll tax laws since January, when the Sunday Mail highlighted doctors' warnings that clinics would have to shut shop or hike costs if authorities made them pay. 
and access to bank branches dealing with physical currency must be maintained for customers in the regions where cash is still king, according to regional residents. A major bank has made the shock decision to scrap cash in all of its branches across Australia, with Macquarie Bank announcing it will phase cash out across their branches in 2024, while Bank SA, who claims South Australia's largest network of branches, confirmed it had no plans to go cash Pressure has already been mounting on regional residents, particularly the elderly, who prefer to deal in cash. Bank branch closures have been common in rural areas, with Tail and Ben's Bank SA branch closed in February this year, while Manham's Bank SA shut its doors in December 2022. We'll have another update to your newsfeed tomorrow. I'm Andrew Rule, the host of the podcast, A Life in Crimes. Here are some of the things that we've been talking about the last few weeks. The brutal truth is that when you start looking at it, they always kill or injure a lot more than each other. The professional hitman used to be a professional hitman. Evil strikes in all forms, but particularly as stupidity. Life in Crimes is available wherever you get your podcasts.